And we're just going to start over? Yep. You remember what we talked about before? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Lisa Beach Meet episode 62. Cheers. Third attempt. Yep, that's Cheers. right. Cheers. Tonight we have, hold on, let me take a drink. Tonight we have Amina. <laughs> We've had her before. Woof! So yeah, we have our girl Amina here with us. It is midday. We just had a birthday party for Bob, our son. He turned two. He actually turns two on Monday. He's taking a nap and holding my baby. And we've got like an hour, so we're podcasting, right? Awesome. It's been a little while. It's probably the longest break we've taken, but so this is our third attempt at doing this show. With children, it's difficult. It's children. We also moved. We moved into a quote-unquote tiny home. Um, it's 700 square feet. I don't think that constitutes tiny, but okay, so it's like small. Small home. It's small. What is the average tiny home size? I don't know. Probably like 300. Yeah. Feet. Yeah. Right, well, there's got to be like an actual classification. This is 772 square feet total, I think. Yeah. It's two bedrooms. It's about 700. We remodeled from like. We put studs in, didn't we? <laughs> like, <laughs> Some. It's not even like from we, the ground up. It was like everything. It had exterior walls. Yeah, we took everything besides the exterior walls out. Yeah. So we redid everything and we moved and Typical we finished. small home is 500 square feet. There you go. Tiny home on wheels is like 120 square wow. feet. Okay, well, we're not in that. Um, but anyways, we're in here with 2.5 kids and an 80-pound dog. And we just had like... God, how many people were over here? Uh, a lot. Like 20? Yeah, probably. 25. 20, 25 people? 10, I don't know. 10 children at least. Yeah. At least. Um, but it was fine. You know, I don't know. We we designed it with like a like the ability to entertain, I guess. It's all open. It's two bedrooms. Bedrooms serve the function of sleeping and doing it and holding our clothes. Let me know when that starts. And um, that's it, you know? So, it's really cute. We like can't it. see it, but it's cute. It's really, it turned out really cute. I really like it. You can see it on Lisa Beecher Meets Instagram. Yeah, but I'm also like ready scheming to like the next one. Yeah. It's a hustler. Well, the work was rough and we had to move sooner than we thought. So moving, building this whole entire house from the ground up, two children under the age of two. Yeah. Um, podcasting has been difficult. Right. But we don't have a mortgage now, so <laughs> boo. <laughs> Lisa's worse. Like, if you meet Lisa, you'll find out her financial like, situation before you find out that she's a vegan. Like, like in uh, conversation. I'll tell you how much money is in my bank account. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I grew up where you weren't supposed to talk about money. I like you. I like had a dress on today, and you were like, "Nice dress." I was like, "It was fifteen dollars." <laughs> yeah. I got it from Bargain like, Hunt. Chill, chill. I just like. I don't know. I like a good deal. No, you know it, that's changed. Like, everyone talks about everything now. Yeah. It's all good. Anything financial. So, open book. So, anyways, that's why we've been absent. But now it's midday. Um, it's 2.05 and I'm on my fourth cocktail. Oh, goodness. Well, be a good we one had then. a party, you know? Yeah. It's not just a normal Saturday. Actually, this is a normal, like, Sunday in the football season. Yeah, at this so. point. Well, we have some good topics coming up. We have some shows planned for now in the future. So, mm -hmm. I think we're, we're back at it. I'm excited. Today, we're going to talk about PETA. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about the fishing industry and its effect okay. on the economy. And we have a special guest who works in the fishing industry. Don't say his name. I won't. He's, He's his voice needs to be um, like muzzled. Muzzle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. He's not allowed to talk about. Yeah. But he's going weird? to. So that'd He's be really cool. All the secrets. He's going to spill them all. Yeah. I told him like we only have two listeners. So odds of him getting exposed. Mm -hmm. What if it what if he does get in trouble yeah. and then he sues us? Uh, I don't, we won't say who he is. Okay. He can't really get in trouble. Okay. Uh, but okay. anyways, that's up, up and coming today. It's all about PETA. 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 People uh, for the ethical treatment of animals. Let's start Did you though. Know that? We always start talking about food and we have a lot of food to talk about, but if we had to bring it all down to one thing, can you talk about your breakfast sandwich oh my gosh, that we yeah. had today? I'm going to, you had the breakfast sandwich too. Was it good? It was so good okay. oh my god <laughs> it's a game changer uh, but you were like it's in the sauce i was like i'm pretty sure it's mayo but yeah it's mayo. It it's just mayo and garlic <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> but it's um it's hellman's vegan mayo which is different usually i'm a veganese girl yeah but i switched it up because my kroger on the west side 
Um, that's indicating it's a little rough around the edges. Apparently, it's perfect. Um, anyways, the uh, the that Kroger only has this mayo, so I use it. And yeah, so in the breakfast sandwich, it's just I mean, it's nothing like too crazy. Yeah, I had sweet potatoes. I Did had you make egg. The- Tofu egg? Well, I did on my waffle iron. But it's just, it's not tofu scramble. It's just like a piece of tofu, right? Yeah, but I put the same spices just like on the tofu instead of in the tofu. Which... And then I put it in the waffle maker, but that was only because when I started making these, I didn't have an oven, so... Yeah. <laughs> I had to use the waffle maker. But you had an oven today, but you still used the oven. Well, maker. I pre-made the tofu yesterday. But oh, the okay. waffle maker's cool, man. It's real convenient, you know? It's just like a George Foreman grill, but in waffles. In <laughs> <laughs> waffle shape. Yeah, it's fine. Um but yeah, it was a tofu with like yeah, nutritional yeast and like spices on it. And then um sweet potato that I microwaved because again I didn't have a stove. And um, they sliced that and then raw onion sliced real thin. I love raw onion. I love raw Lump, onion. A lot of people don't, but like, I love it. So good. Um, anyways. Good for you too. That, uh, some vegan cheese. I use that Chow brand, that C-H-A-O. Good. That's good. And um, then the special sauce, mayo and garlic. It's just mayo and garlic, but yeah, it really does. And arugula. Well, as someone who's eaten a lot of mayo in my life, mm-hmm. the... Uh, Hellman's vegan mayo tastes like Hellman's it does. mayo. It tastes like real mayo. It, really? Yeah, they do. What if it's not? What if they're just like they just put vegan on yeah, it? Yeah, it was like yeah. it was like they had a shipment of stuff that was gonna expire, and they're like, I know what, we'll just call it vegan. <laughs> just that. put it out there. Seinfeld episode with a uh, was it uh, not sherbet but uh, yogurt? Yogurt, Great. yeah, low fat yogurt. They just said low fat, and everyone was eating it and getting fat. Yes. Yeah. All right, but that's the breakfast. It was funnier when I actually saw it on TV. Yeah, let's talk about some more Seinfeld episodes. <laughs> Can you just explain them to us? <laughs> well, there was this one where George. Oh my god! Okay. Anyways, uh, that's the breakfast sandwich. I made it because we had um, the birthday party. We're talking about was a brunch. It started at ten thirty in the morning, because yeah. that's when I like to party. And um, I made breakfast sandwiches and waffles. Oh, here's another hint. Did you know the secret to making good waffles is good baking powder? Not a secret anymore. Like not like yeah. not like cheap. No, not it doesn't have to be cheap. It just has to be fresh baking powder. Okay. And um, like I don't know, it makes it rise. It makes them fluffy. Cause I always made waffles and they were like dense. Like what's really bad hard. baking powder then? It's, it's just old. been old. It's been around Same. the block. Because most know? people probably have the same baking powder for yes. Seven years. That's that's accurate. So within like a month. Okay. I bought my baking powder within a month and it's still good. So anyways, that and um, we had some patty cake cake. It was really good. I think I'm on like a sugar rush right now because I've had like four cocktails and cake and like, that's it. <laughs> get it while we can. So we lose you. Yeah. You I might crash here in a minute. Mm. All right. Mm. But let's get into it. Let's talk about PETA. Well, PETA was in the People news. People for the ethical treatment of animals. Recently, but. What is PETA? Yeah, they're, they started out as a, well, they still are an activist group. Yeah. Uh, but they go back to the they're early 80s. They're terrorists, right? They're terrorists. They no, they're not. Crazy. But they have been tied I'm to the funding of some eco-terrorism. Really? Um, I'm down yeah. with eco-terrorists. Is this what we're learning about today? Uh, it comes up, for sure. So PETA is founded in the 80s by an animal rights activist named Alex Pacquio or Pacquio. Not that fighter? Uh, Manny Pacquiao, yeah. Was anywhere in like girls' underwear? I don't know. Yeah, he had pictures of himself in girls' underwear. Where do you get your news? I don't know. Like the kid down the block. Well, there was the, the corner store. Anyways, the Silver Spring monkey case. And that I we talked about this when we tried to do this podcast, and no, it didn't register. All right, what is it? Well, there was seventeen monkeys that were inside a behavioral research center in Maryland, Silver Spring, Maryland. And uh, there was this case. Well, they they like infiltrated it as workers and saw Oof. what was happening to these monkeys. And they have like pictures of them, like doing weird things. Yeah, like tied up on a board with their arms oh and legs God. strapped up, and they were doing like brain experiments. And you're allowed to experiment on animals, obviously, but within a certain I don't know realm of compassion. I don't know, um, but they were doing some crazy stuff. And it was the first. Uh, this is the only police raid on an animal laboratory in the United States. It triggered an amendment um, to our the Constitution. Animal Welfare Act. <laughs> um, and it established PETA as an organization. So this is where it all began. It was a big case. Um, 
Do you guys mind if I have some potato chips? Oh my god, you cannot eat <laughs> potato chips while you're podcasting. <laughs> okay, I'll put them back. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> why PETA? I'm surprised we haven't talked about them before. I guess we have because we had yeah we had Nathan Runkel from Mercy for Animals on, which is also a big animal organization. Yep. Uh, a less crazy one. They're more. They're like hipper. They are hipper. They're newer. They're, They're less right. controversial. Yeah. PETA's definitely had their hand in some crazy stuff. Yeah. I have a good list of crazy things. Okay. Let's uh, hear it. But that's where it starts. The reason, I mean, we're a little late to the party because we tried to do this podcast a month ago, but a month ago, um, PETA was all over the news with uh, this Google Steve, Doodle. Steve Irwin Google Doodle. Did you catch do you know what this, a Samana? First of all, do you know what a Google Doodle is? <laughs> the, the Google Doodles when they like... Like, the, like the logo. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they change depending on like what they're celebrating. Exactly. I, that's a good explanation. I did not know um, what a Google Doodle is. Well, <laughs> on Steve Irwin's birthday, Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, bad name, Steve Irwin. What? Man, crocodile, crocodile hunter. hunter. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really hunt them. He took very good care of the animals. He's don't we don't speak ill of him. Yeah, well, Peta did apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So on his birthday, the Google Doodle was Steve Irwin holding an alligator, and I'm one of the it. O's was his head, and it was you know a little piece of art, and it just honoring Steve Irwin. It was just a little doodle. If a you little know. Google Doodle. <laughs> And uh, so PETA tweets, um, here's the tweet. Steve Irwin was killed while harassing a ray. He dangled his baby while feeding a crocodile and wrestled wild animals who were minding their own business. Today's Google Doodle sends a dangerous fawning message. Wild animals are entitled to be left alone in their natural habitats. So you shit on this dead guy on his birthday being honored by Google. Yeah, and I said this before, like PETA... You're listening. Um, I understand the sentiment, you know, leave animals alone. But that was just, that was rude, PETA. Man, that was raw, you know? Some, some rough timing. Was, oh, my God. Yeah. That's so messed up. It's just, yeah, well, that's a little. I don't know. But, like, we love him. Right. Everyone yeah, loves everyone him. loves him. Yeah, but I if you're. did well. I he never watched work. him. You, if you are a hardcore Sorry. anti-animal. uh activist well, yeah whatever Lover. i mean you said the sentiment is real i mean I, I if get you it, are someone which PETA is and they have not hidden this at all against any human interference with animals any then, yeah, exploitation of animals this guy was doing it's kind of like a zoo um their biggest criticisms were things like you know he taking animals onto tv shows and stuff like right. that like who's our zoo guy that's really oh, famous oh jack hanna jack hanna my mom yeah. does not like jack hanna so we live in columbus ohio we have a big zoo here and jack hanna is the spokesperson and yeah he, he's like super famous he is he goes on you know late night talk shows and mm-hmm. daytime tv shows with these animals and if you are against that i mean that's what steve Irwin was but he was lo- likable Right. Very likable. Like, Everybody loved this guy. It's like that swimming with the dolphins kind of thing. Like someone who loves dolphins wants to swim with them, but someone <laughs> who like um like kind of is a little bit more elevated might know like I love them so much I don't think I should be in the I don't think I should hang out with them, you know? I see. You know, it's like I love rhinos. I don't think I should go see a rhino in person. Me and rhinos shouldn't meet, you know? Yeah. Me and crocodiles shouldn't meet. I'm scared to death of crocodiles. I don't know who's hunting them or whatever no one's wrestling them, them. I, they're wrestle super some. scary they're so scary some people eat crocodiles right like, and they wear them yeah what the fuck's wearing but i would crocodiles? say though like look these... at my shoes it's crocodiles what the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> these t- that's yeah i've eaten alligator oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> it wasn't even that good was it tough yeah it was because it's an alligator <laughs> so like a hippie concert oh my too god. oh no but obviously we know what pete is doing here they're it's something they believe in. They use poor timing to get themselves attention. Right. And it works. It's all about tons the of publicity. It's the PR. They think that any, you know, um, publicity is good publicity. Yeah. Well, Google, but they are crazy. Google Doodle has its own Twitter. And what they, they say? They replied, crikey. Today's Google Doodle celebrates Steve Irwin, the legendary Australian wildlife advocate, TV personality whose bravery and passion opened the eyes of millions to the wonders of wildlife. Um, and then it, they put like a slideshow of all the things that he's done. 
which I would say my personal opinion of someone like Steve Irwin is, yes, he's served a positive, um, I don't know. Exposure. It, yeah. It, but why do we need to learn if, about If I'm a little battles? kid and I'm watching Steve Irwin and I'm, yeah, he did jump on an alligator and pull him out of a pond mm-hmm. that was minding its own business, but... He, Why do I need to learn about that alligator, though? It made it makes kids interested in animals and yeah. and learn more about them. And he, that's what he did. He taught about their habitat and what they do and how to protect that. Yeah, he might have ruined that alligator's day by jumping on it. But when is that little kid going to come in contact with an alligator? And as a society, we teach them to love an alligator, but yet then eat a cow. I'm sorry, well, so bullshit. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay, this well, this could make a kid yeah. be more compassionate about animals and maybe wonder maybe i shouldn't eat them maybe we need like a cow hunter mm-hmm. and i like sneak out and be like this is a cow <laughs> and then like pet it and it'll purr and it's like know. oh look at that cow i, I don't know i don't really understand why we need to seek out some education about mm-hmm. some animals that really would never um interact with those people like we live in america there's a ton of animals that we're just never like if we didn't interfere with their lives, we would never encounter them. So I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing to know about them, but really, is it important to learn about them? You know what? No, it's not. I guess not. And regardless of balance your, opinion your checkbook, on Steve Irwin, learn how to change your oil, um, make a grilled cheese sandwich. These are things that kids need to know. Conserve wildlife. Yeah. But they're not though. That's what I'm saying. Is but that he like did? I think he himself did a lot. Oh for, yeah, for the he wildlife. for sure did. Like he had like a bunch of sanctuaries. Hey, you stuff. know what? Hey, hold on. I'm gonna also call bullshit. I'm like number <laughs> wow. one. I'm number one animal fan, and I never watched him. I never listened to him. I never watched Jack Hanna. That's because you didn't have television. He wasn't. There wasn't any. No, we had one of those televisions. And you had like a dial and you had to turn the dial. He wasn't on those channels. And then it was black and white and the dial broke and my parents brought home a hemostat and clipped it to the dial and that's how we changed the channel. I'm not even kidding you. When did I grow up? I'm not even that old. I'm sorry. I know. Moving on. Sorry. Steve Irwin. Well, he did die like tragically. It was really not funny. You know how like on facebook all the time like, like RP, IRP. people will just pretend like somebody died mm-hmm. just to make it go viral mm-hmm. really it happens all the time i'm trying to think of an example of somebody um but he was one of those people that it happened all the time people would be like steve Irwin died we'd be like oh my god and then share it and then be like no he didn't really die that that was oh yeah people that was fake news yeah like just like anyone i'm really. trying to think of some examples like, but a little pump like dead. uh or like a bob barker has died many times on facebook he's still alive um, like it's just, it's, it was I like, do the it was like early fake news kind of people want shares. So they share something ridiculous mm-hmm. and, but he, he was one do of those. Do it to me. Um, do it to me. Let's no, see what happens. I'm not killing you. Let me make no. my point. God darn it. <laughs> <laughs> had a couple Anyways, he really did die and people were like, wait, did he die? No. And he died like in a horrific way. He was, but when everyone found out how he died, were we all like, mm. yeah, I guess. Yeah. What were you doing with that? I didn't die of a ray. Stingray, though. People you know? swim with stingrays all the time. Okay. Well, but hey, that's another. Maybe don't do that. And that smile, they're not actually smiling. On his show, too, he would like, he, he wasn't like a scuba diver. Like, he wore like the khaki short sleeve shirt like I'm wearing now and khaki shorts like a I'm animal person. I'm well, But well. he would just like dive into water and just swim down. No this snorkel, no nothing. And just like look and play with things. And that's what he was doing. And he just got bashed in the chest with a, a ray and then he tried to pull it out which is why he died right when yeah he, pull he pulled it out um horrific terrible he yeah, had a, he had so a sad. beautiful daughter lovely wife they were interesting on the show too um, i never but, watched it but Peta took that and then they went back and forth um, Peta, don't go back and forth google doodle don't go back and forth Peta don't says that low steve Irwin's actions were not on target with his supposed message a real wildlife expert and someone who respects animals leaves them to their own business i mean they uh, are right yeah they are but it is poor taste it is poor taste. it's just Especially on his, on his birthday twitter and well i mean twitter is the new just shit show mm-hmm. well, I, I see that alright what else is PETA done um, so they went back and forth that just Besides brought them into the limelight yeah I think PETA has given vegans a bad name for sure but vegans give vegans a bad name vegans oh my god are yeah the worst when they're they're like yeah they just um <laughs> do you know sorry do you know that someone okay Jimmy posted like a picture of my fish sandwich 
Oh right yeah, on the Facebook. And it was um, on Columbus Vegan, which is a pretty big yeah page. But Columbus has got a thriving vegan scene. Um, anyways, and someone who like makes vegan food or something was just like, ugh, this name, I can't believe it. This is how what in poor taste, you know, just like really shitting on me. Because uh, your name's Lisa Beats Your Meat. Yeah, and I it doesn't even register with me that like Lisa Beats Your Meat is obscene. You know, like I don't even yeah I don't even think about she it. She was like, anymore. this is detrimental to. To me as a vegan chef. Yeah. Like you making a mockery of this. Come off your high horse, man. And then I was like, actually, we're, we take this very serious and we have yeah. a podcast where we share this message. She's like, what's your podcast about? Like how just like making fun of vegan know. words or something? I was yeah. like, no, it's real. Like we try to inform people. We've had doctors to, and authors. I and- messaged her and asked her if she needed me to beat her meat. <laughs> and she was like, I'm heterosexual. Yeah. Thank you very much. But, and I was that, like, oh, that, that doesn't the conversation. matter. That doesn't matter. But it proved my point that vegans are their own worst enemy. They, they are. are. They There's really they, like, if you're vegan, just first of all, like it doesn't need to be in the opening sentence of hi, my name is I'm a vegan. Like hold on to it. Hold on to it for like a second. But you I know, it's hard. When it you is are hard. So compassionate about. Like I get it. Animals and the earth and your health. You just want everyone you meet to know that immediately. And most but, social but if interactions you, involve food. Food. Yeah. But if you keep it to yourself for just a second, <laughs> then when you say it, it's even more powerful. Yeah. So if you like really, you. yeah, if you really want to make like your point across, then get to know someone and like have them like you and then break it out. Then they're like, Oh, well I trust this person. Yeah. I'm going to listen to what they have to say. But if you wear it on your sleeve from the get go, Mm -hmm. then whoever's listening to you is like, Oh, I'm, I'm tossing you out. You know, I, yeah, I'm not taking whatever you say seriously. A stuffy person. Like I I like to think people get to know me and they're like, they, I would not personify veganism. No. And then they find out I am vegan. And they're like, wow, that dude's vegan? Like, they yeah. would think more, like, wow, there must be a really good reason. Because he's not, you know. The typical. Yeah, burning essential oils in the backyard. Yeah. And, right. And, you know, doing odd things. But PETA really did not help that cause. No, and they know? never have. But They're they, throwing, but, like, red paint on fur coats and stuff. Well, that's, yeah, that's what we're going to get into Dude, here. that's my mom all day. When I was growing up, yeah. do you know how many times? Because, like, when I was growing up, furs were a little bit more common. Yeah. Everyone now just wears fake furs. Like, yeah. it, they're well, like, popular. Like mink. Like People wear mink. mink. Gucci mink is, like. That's gross. It's disgusting. That's mink fucking. Lashes. I saw that. That was class back then. My grandma gave one of my sisters her mink coat like, yeah that was the epitome of like wealth and and classiness and buy me a rolex or something you know sure somewhere along the process an animal died but no a anyways I like, like a rolex okay moving on um when i was growing up my mom it she and like god love her because like she goes down for her she fights for her morals like to the nail like it That's why she's so happy yeah but like she she yeah she's like definitely true to herself there's nothing that like my mom feels inside that she doesn't do, you know, yeah. like so like seeing ladies on the street with like furs on. Oh, my God. So many. She times go talk to, to them. Oh, oh, every single time. Do I'd you be, know how many animals mortified? Well, I was like, can you consider me a little child growing up with that? That's how I am. How I am, though, because my mom's tapping on strangers and being like, do you know how many animals died for your coat? And I'm like a six year old. I'm like, oh, that's how you do things. OK. What did your dad do? My dad <laughs> run <didn't>. away. <laughs> No, I would literally like, just run away. But that's, you gotta like, that's, you gotta like, that's how you appreciate my mom. You know, yeah. like that's her. She's going to do that. She does not care if it's going to make you feel uncomfortable. That's her, like, like her truth. That's like her honest, like that's what she wants to do. Like she's going to do it, you know, like that's her moral. She's fighting that fight till the end of time. And you got to like appreciate that. And I do. I mean, that's tr- truthfully now, like, I mean, I take a totally different stance on it. Like instead of going up to like a lady and being like, do you know how many animals died? I'd probably be like, pitch your coat's ugly, you know, <laughs> but like I, my fur coat, no animals. died. Right. But like I have, I'm still going to do that same fight in my own way. But I learned that from my mom that, you know, like you fight for you just do it, you know? Well, that was my first example. Um, they've done that in the U.S., Europe, China, throwing red paint on catwalks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, and there some was, of uh, the designers, like, they're disgusting with their fur. Yeah. That's gross. Like, Gucci had, like, flip-flops, you know, or yeah. whatever that had the fur design, on them. Like, stop it. It's bizarre. A couple designers have um, pledged to not do fur anymore, though. I've seen that. Uh, have you heard of the I'd Rather Go Naked Than Wear Fur campaign? My mom asked me to go naked. Oh, my God. Did she? Um, yeah. Your mom has exploited I, you a few times. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. You know, my mom sent pictures of me in my bathing suit to soldiers in, a, in Afghanistan. Yeah. What? I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> Why? Because it was like, it was a kid that we went to high school with and my mom was like, he had a crush on you. Oh my God. She's amazing? Yeah. She's, she's one of a kind, you know? And she told you that? Yeah, yeah, it was like an open thing. It wasn't oh like Oh my god. I didn't even care. She's I, crazy. I looked that good in the bathing is suit. Insane. I want to be like her when I grow up. And <laughs> she so she wanted you to do this. I really do. Go I'm pretty sure she so this was a that. campaign where like uh, women would show up at these protests totally naked, mm-hmm. protesting fur and saying mm-hmm. I'd rather be naked well, than wear fur. Uh, I think it was like wear like a nude thong or something like and like you had like a little bralette. Oh, okay. Not just well, actually I, I butt naked. I would do it. I would totally There's do it. There's a lot of protests that involve naked women. Yeah. You know what? Uh, that covers two things. Animal rights. Love it. Also, I like being naked. <laughs> well, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, this was a bizarre also one. Also like cages. Not to, not to bring Lisa back into our ever-going Palestinian uh, <laughs> Israel debate. But oh, in 2000, don't, don't let Benjamin in here. Yeah. <laughs> in 2003, uh, Yasser Arafat. Um, naked for her? Yeah. No. PETA sent him letters because they sent a donkey into Jerusalem strapped with bombs. Oh. It's like a suicide donkey. That's fucked up. Um, they were criticized for that. Um, they've compared... They've used the Holocaust, you know, images oh, that's compared to animals. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't, you can't, the whole no. uh, Holocaust slavery. Can't be compared to they've anything. used pictures of slaves compared to pictures of animals. So yeah, they do tote that line. But again, I think they're just like it's all about doing it for media. Yeah, yeah, they're from like it's like the Trump thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like your any attention is good attention at the end of the day. Yeah, and they're trying to bring attention to a good cause. They don't care how they do it as long as they get there. But it makes Inc- people angry. Yeah. It makes people think that animal activists are crazy. Yeah, listen to this one. <laughs> they do fucked up shit. Uh, Rudy <laughs> Giuliani, who, you know, the mayor of New York City. Right now, he's not as loved as he used to be because he's Trump's lawyer. But after 9-11 and th- stuff like that, Rudy he Giuliani, was he, was, he was America's mayor, they call him. Yeah, like, really? everybody loved this guy after 9-11. Um, he, before 9-11, though, this happened, though, he was, he's diagnosed with prostate cancer. And PETA runs an ad with a photograph of him with a white milk mustache saying, got prostate cancer. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's rough. Dude. Are you serious? (laughs) That's. Oh, but that's. Yeah. I mean, that's intense. But wow. Oh, my God. But that is awful, though. Yeah. That's so messed up. But it's also impressive that in 2019, my understanding of prostate cancers linked to the dairy industry is just budding mm-hmm. and 19 years ago they knew they knew and they were confident enough about it to be that aggressive people probably didn't but, understand them they're like what the but fuck but today yeah, but yeah you're talking shit. about you know what's causing all these diseases that were are so rampant now and there are scientific you know, studies that prove that especially prostate cancer mm-hmm. in men is tied to dairy. I mean, yeah. I'm understanding what PETA's saying that, but you know what? PETA, PETA serves their purpose, okay? PETA serves their purpose so I can be quote-unquote an animal activist and get my point across in a much more um, softened tone and I can mock PETA, but PETA, I don't, I need PETA so I can be like, PETA's crazy, but I'm not listening to me, you know? Mm-hmm. I need PETA to make me not look crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, speaking of getting attention however you possibly can. Who are we talking about? Our name is Lisa Beats Your Me. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's, the, that's why yeah, it is. Exactly. I think the, the title of the show does two things. One, it gets your attention. But two, hopefully it makes you understand what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. You're getting oh, into a not so serious but serious work. podcast. I mean. You guys yeah. are talking about serious shit. Yes. Yeah. But not in a stuffy Not vegan way hopefully right um this never really took off because i can't find it maybe because i was looking at work i probably shouldn't have been 
Um, but in 2011, PETA planned to launch a porn site. Oh, yeah? And uh, I couldn't find it. PETA. But like, it was uh, PETA.XXX. <laughs> site will take advantage of the new .XXX top-level domains. PETA.XXX will be a hub for sexually explicit content and, weirdly enough, animal abuse. Oh, um, hold on a second. But, like, crazy people, that's... Mm-mm. No, like wires Someone are gonna be crossed. Off. Yeah, yeah. that's cover. not. <laughs> we'll I don't want to see, see like there. some. I shouldn't have been searching this at work. Some sex, and then also like an animal dying in a slaughterhouse. That's that's gonna put out some real, real. <laughs> that's perverts. something for someone out there for sure. <laughs> that is not okay. No. Uh, well, anyways, did it happen? Did I you go? No, I can't find it. Oh my god. Um. You but probably have like restraints on your own with, computer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to see any of that. No vegan porn. Uh, we're prepared to lost our own PETA XSX site, but instead of just showing people our uh, iconic ads, we then show them how animals suffer. We sure hope the site doesn't lead to bizarre Palov's dog effect. <gasps> Gross. Which, yeah. Um, and it says, why would they want to push porn? The Huffington Post got the statement from PETA. We live in a 24-hour news cycle world. We learn that racy things we do are sometimes the most effective way we can reach particular individuals. Sex sells. So what's PETA going to do? So it's just going to be straight up porn site, and then the ads are going to be PETA. Oh, wow. I don't like it. It's kind of like we saw. No, thank you. Was that show we were watching? There's like a Netflix, Netflix. that big black guy. What's his name? Yeah, I don't know. He was a rapper. He's He's like a DJ too, right? Bill Maher all the time. But he He was trying to get. He was trying to push into academia that trades and being able to fix shit is, is something of value besides just education. Yeah. And uh, he brought in all these people into a conference room and gave them a test on like how to change a light switch or and replace a doorknob and no one knew how. And they were like, he was like, why don't you know how to do this? If I showed you a video, would you know how to do it? And they were like, um, I mean, I'm going to watch porn. Somehow that porn got in there. And so he well, made yeah, they a were like, how-to. They were like, w- w- what would get your attention? And, uh, and some, like, some 20-year-old in the corner was like, porn. Because porn. I think like a lot of guys. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. Do, do, you know, like, do you think like your coworkers watch porn? I know oh, you don't totally. watch porn because like you saw like my boob. You like... I'd like it, it, you know. <laughs> so I'm not worried about you watching porn, but like, art, like, I don't know. It might, it might be a, something that's gone away. No, I don't know. I think people watch porn. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I like remember like, in college. We don't talk about it. Kids but yeah, in college, porn. people would talk about it. Yeah. But like, I think as adults, we don't. I remember me and I like my. I think like people my age might not have time. Someone, someone, this know. is like before phones had it. Someone gave us a porn when I was a sophomore in college. Oh, when like. It you had to like, free. yeah, it was like porn an actual DVD. The internet. It I really did. That. Oh, for sure. Um, it made the internet. It did, yeah. but like yeah, basically. we had to sit down and like put it in the DVD player, and all, there was six girls, and we all were just like five of the six girls were like, "This is like oh my!" Like we were dying laughing and being like, "This is crazy!" And there was like the one that was like, "Yeah," you know, into it, and we were like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Why are you into this?" Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I think I mean people do. I think it's a, it's actually a serious problem with people and relationships because yeah, yeah, yeah. it it desensitizes but stuff. That's like, like all media. Everything yeah, desensitizes. It, yeah, media. yeah, but but like, that, I think that whatever's would, happening on a porn is not happening in my bedroom. Okay, no, but it also like people who watch porn. It's because they're masturbating, and then that takes whatever natural thing you have going on in your body right. to have a connection with the person. Right, because you just do it yourself. relationship with, yeah, it ruins that connection. Because you don't need and to have sex with somebody else. You can just have sex with yourself. Exactly. And even though you still want to have sex with that person, the natural whatever is going drive on. The your, your, your juju's gone. Your, mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. That could be a whole show. Porn's bad. Um, PETA porn, though. Didn't... PETA porn. I can't, I can't find PETA porn. If you f- I'm glad. Um, I'll keep <laughs> looking, though. I don't want PETA porn. <laughs> um Next topic. Those are just a few examples of crazy stuff they've done. Um, actually, actually, you remember the Barack Obama thing? No. Um, Obama was being interviewed in the, I think, the Oval Office, and like a fly landed on his desk, and it kept like pestering him, and then he got it, and he swatted it, and killed it. Oh my 
my God. Peter was like, oh, my God. Well, you know, I actually have to defend them a little bit because I remember this, and this is long before my vegan days, and I was like, there was, again, like the Steve Urban thing, there's these news articles like, Peter, you know, is mad Obama for killing a fly. And I'm like, what the fucking assholes? Like, this is so stupid. What's wrong with Peter? Why would they blah, blah, blah? And then as I'm researching it now, because it popped into my head, Peter was like, listen, we didn't even know this happened. Everyone sent this to us. Mm-hmm. News organizations call us and say, hey, Barack Obama killed a fly on TV. What Better do you do think something. of it? Yeah. And then they respond. And then all of a sudden they write the articles as yeah. Peter says this yeah. about. And they were like, yeah, don't kill a fly. And they sent him like a, a humane fly catcher. And uh, so flies oh carry disease, though, you know. Like, I put yeah. spiders outside all day. Flies, and I kill them. It's messed up. Um, they carry diseases. I guess. Sorry. Yeah, I don't want them in here. But, yeah. But they do something. It's hard they, to get them they, out. They have a purpose. They, they do, purpose. outside, man. <laughs> <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> um, I like so, when there's a, fly, there's a fly in our house this week, and Bob just would be like, bug, mom, bug. Like, damn, child, I know. <laughs> Here's a, a twist that I'm wondering if you've ever heard of growing up in this world or your mother. I'd like to ask her about this. Um, PETA took a lot of heat like five years ago for killing animals. Have you heard anything about this? Dogs and cats? They killed animals? Yeah. So PETA has, um, let's see, I'll kind of, I'll read these stats, but they have their own like pounds and stuff, their mm-hmm. own shelters. And okay. they were accused first of um, extremist PETA people, like luring people's pets away from their homes and like taking them to these shelters. Um, but that was proven to be a few cases that were outland. Like, yeah, it was yeah. not PETA. It was some crazies that happened to be associated with PETA. Because well, PETA that. doesn't think you should have pets. Yeah, they don't even believe in pets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they have these shelters that are, um, I guess they won't turn anyone away. Um, so, so they're kill shelters. Yeah. Well, I mean, kill shelters suck because, but it's like, I understand it's like a kill shelter is just like a normal pound. Like, you know, there is just like exponential numbers of stray animals out there and yeah. you gotta, you gotta put them somewhere, well, that, and, you know, what bothered people was, was the percentages, I guess. <clears throat> so this one example in 2011, the article I read, out of 600, 760 dogs impounded, they killed 713 of them, arranged for 19 of them to be adopted, and farmed out 36 to other shelters that could be kill shelters. Um, cats, they impounded 1,200 and euthanized um, all but 13 of them. These are accurate numbers? Yeah, these are, are real sure? numbers. Why would PETA do that? Uh, I don't know. Because they don't want pets? They don't... Uh, no, they do want pets. They just, they're claiming like, listen, we don't have any other options here. There are um, other options. We I don't mean, turn them away. But this person is saying you're functioning on like a three and a half million dollar budget every year mm-hmm. and you don't have other options for these animals. You're yeah. killing 95% of that them. That seems a little outlandish. <laughs> wow. Um, but I understand kill shelters suck, but it's also, you can't keep all dogs. That's why people need to get their animals spayed and neutered. Like, that's the the facts of that situation. Yeah. Facts. I, and this is a whole different <laughs> level of conversation, but we almost equate this to humans, but we're not going to go there. If PETA's taking in these pets and killing them, I guess, well, yeah, I guess it's going to stop the breeding. Yeah. For thinking like, is this cat or dog better off just out there? But can, can you just take them in and... You know, cut their Fix balls them. off. Uh, yet again, another and then s- another fun set them free rather than kill them. Yes, yes. Yet again, another um, glimpse into my childhood. <laughs> um, my at ev- pretty much like every like all the time. Like there was always we had always just like a rotating cat. Usually not usually dogs, but my in in the spare bathroom my mom would have an animal in there a cat and she would get it spayed or neutered and she because she worked on the west side like in the bottoms she worked at mount carmel oh did she yeah and so she would she got to know the neighborhood of him somehow and um she would get cats she'd get to know these families and um she would get their cats spayed or neutered or their animal spayed or neutered and she would pay for it and they would pay her like 10 bucks and it would be like you know like i don't know how much it costs to get a cat spayed or neutered but um 
Um, yeah, and then she would give them back to them because, yeah, like one cat spayed um, is way better than freaking letting. Yeah. Because they cats multiply. They, it should be. It shouldn't be like multiplying like bunnies. It should be multiplying like cats. They are, they multiply <laughs> all the time. It's insane. Yeah, they have like nine babies at a time. They do. Well, that's Kittens. another that's another negative story. And there's a couple other critiques, but we can get into How some. How recent was that one? There's some good stuff. Uh, that was Kill 2011, shelter? those numbers that I gave you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the percentages that were bothering people in the articles I read. There was a... They took in Don't recently take all those in if 50, you're gonna kill them all. 58 companion animals, including rabbits, one year and killed 54 of them. Okay. But someone with a $3.5 million budget every year mm-hmm. can't figure out Did they respond? a different... Op- Their response was, we openly accept everything and we're well, doing the best we can. There yeah. are other... There's non-kill shelters, but they are overrun mm-hmm. with animals. They don't yeah, know what to probably, do with themselves, you know, like... Well, the biggest critiques of PETA, though, and these surfaced a lot during um, the uh, Steve Irwin thing, uh, especially even like I look at a lot of politics and like. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm into politics. Uh, this p- people were just pissed about Steve Irwin on all ends of the spectrum. But um, conservative politicians actually were talking about like how PETA had connections to eco-terrorism. Mm-hmm. And there's a group called the, you ever heard of the earth liberation front or elf they were called oh Ooh, yeah do you remember like people blowing up suvs and shit what oh hummers yeah i remember that when hummers were big so this is some of the more extreme things but this group has set fires to research centers they've bombed buildings um in canada are they hiring I do remember this though, like ten years ago when gas was like four bucks. Yeah, and people Hummers. When you when you come out with a Hummer over about Hummers, gas guzzling. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like right when gas was like so expensive, and it wasn't the money, but like you're gonna ride around in this like, like horrifically, you know, um, consuming vehicle, and it's just you. Just you sitting in the passenger or in the driver's seat. There's no other passengers. And you're going to drive that crazy ass vehicle. That's not cool. I get it. They like set fire to them on like on lots. Yeah. In California, like sales lots. You go elf. Um, You you got elf. is not PETA, but there were some. They found donations from PETA to this organization. Mm -hmm. And then PETA was like quickly retracted and said, we didn't mean like we didn't know. We didn't know. Why? um, it's terrorism. Mm-hmm. It's, Can't blow up it's fucking cars. violence and could cause death. You, you one know other, what you like, were getting into buying listen, that Hummer? Listen to this one. <laughs> this was this is even worse than blowing up Hummers. Um, in England or Europe, you know, Mar- you know Mars candy bars. Yeah. Um, they called Mars, um, and sent them letters and stuff saying that we have put rat poison <gasps> in your candy bars throughout the nation Fuck in yeah. random grocery stores. Love it. Oh my so God. Mars had to pull all of their candy off oh. its shelves. Why and Mars? Why cost them $4.5 million. They were performing tooth decay tests on monkeys on how their candy affected Fuck yeah. tooth decay. Love it. And they were using monkeys. I'm going to do that for like Gillette. I shouldn't be giving you these ideas. Because they do that to like little rabbits. They shave you know? them? They, they put rat, like some of those companies like drop their shampoo like they open the rabbit's eyes with like scalpels they keep it open and then they drop the shampoo on like a drip you know like like water torture and they just drop it on there for like an hour and they're like oh little rabbit did that irritate your eye (laughs) (laughs) looks like it did like wow well did gillette do they do you know i know like i know that procter and gamble they might have changed, but like the last I checked, okay. they're pretty bad yeah. about allegedly. Testing. In case this is our first podcast no. to go viral, we don't want to be sued. No, <laughs> no, fuck P and G, Procter and Gamble, Procter and Gamble. I put shit in your shampoo no, all across it. the country. <laughs> Pause, Lisa's Mike. Oh my God. Um, anyways, oh my God. that's some that's some eco terrorism, some mm-hmm. economic terrorism. I'm down with that. Um, they are. They like when you feel so hard, you just gotta show it in the craziest way you can. That's fucked I up. I feel I feel it so hard. Um. So, anyways, I do uh, like that elf though. Peta has been very 
you know, negatively portrayed in that instance. But at the end of the day, if you're a vegan or you're environmentally conscious or concerned about the direction of this country, um, PETA has done way more good than than hurt. Um, I was in Young PETA. Do you know that? No. There's There's Young PETA? When I was like like PETAkids.org too. When I was eight, there was like an organ. I met with other kids that like liked animals. I'm not um, I had so a weird upbringing. Tons yeah, you, of yeah. animal accomplishments. Um, the one thing that caught my attention, though, is an article on what they have done to menus across this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them are fairly recent. Uh, just name a few of them. Panera. Did you hear that? Um, Panera. Panera. They just added two new vegan broth bowls. And a Lenten oh, quinoa that. broth. So th- that's they credit that to pressure from PETA. A lot of these things. Even our... Uh, Impossible Burger down here at White Castle. White Castle is in Columbus, Ohio. That was pressure from PETA. I didn't know that. I thought it was more like people want to buy this. Um, Einstein Bagels just added a vegan diet cream cheese. You can get on your bagels. Oh, but I don't like diet cream cheese. It's gross. Sorry. Tofutis with. Oh, actually, that is that is the nasty. It is nasty. Sorry. Well, I don't like fake cheese. <laughs> You're like, sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. No, I was just rooting for terrorism. But I don't agree with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but PETA's been pushing uh, against them. With a White Castle, PETA still had to push for vegan sauce, though, because when they first started doing it, they were putting a sauce on it that wasn't <laughs> vegan. Um, IKEA says that PETA is why they have the vegan meatballs. IKEA. Ikea. You know, Ikea has tons of vegan meatballs now. Yeah. Swedish meatballs, man. You mean like like, like a food court? Yeah. Yeah. Ikea. I've never been to Ikea. Okay. They have furniture. It's an awful place. I mean, it's cool. Swedish food. Like without a a bunch of people there. But there's always a bunch of people there. Mm. It's crazy. Um, Olive Garden apparently has a mar- marinara sauce that's vegan now. That Dude, they marinara should be vegan. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that should go. Some people put like um, like the rind of like your pepper or not pepper, uh, Parmesan. That's doing too much. I'm sorry. People in Italy who are making a real ass marinara don't put the rind. Maybe they do when like a good day, but like a normal <laughs> day, they don't put Parmesan cheese in their marinara. Uh, well... That's some good accolades, I guess. Yeah, um, good for them. The animal stuff, things like Coca-Cola, Hershey banned all animal testing after talking to PETA. Um, herbal essences goes cruelty-free. Starbucks launches vegan bottled good. frappuccinos. Herbal, essence. herbal essences smells real good. Yeah, yeah that was the... They're not like they're that was like the orgy shampoo, right? Yes. In the commercials, they were like, oh. Fuck yeah. That shit smells so good. <laughs> Del Taco goes nationwide with Beyond Meat, Ground Beef. I thought beef. that was just in Breaking Bad. That's a place? Del Taco? Yeah. No, that's like El Polo, are you oh, thinking of? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> to that show or to me. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, that's really all I have. But they... Have Shout done a is lot Max, of good things. They have. Is Max, when he touches the microphone, is that making a noise? Uh, He's been, just been hands in it for like a while now. I don't now. know. I can't, oh, the actual like. Yeah. I can't hear it. Okay. Hey, but, Max. Um, but the, oh, we talked about Obama. What was the, oh, the only other thing I had here, and not to get political, and Amina and I were talking about this a little while ago. Um, the AOC, uh, what's her name? Alexandria. Ocasio Cortez. I was thinking you're talking about um, Anderson Cooper. Or AOL. What? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, she said something that she caught a lot of heat for. And obviously, this Green New Deal. And if you're into politics, there's a lot of crazy stuff. I don't want to get into any of that. No. I just like Let's that. Let's do it. Let's and, get into it. No, no, no. You, just, you were just like pointing at me, like, wrap this up. Oh, right. No, well, we have a guest. <laughs> so we're just sitting there. Okay, come on. Uh, we can kind of end with this. But she said something the other day that she caught some heat for. She said, I think kind of the way we look at this show, she said, uh, and I'll quote her, um, it's not to say that you get rid of agriculture. It's not to say we're going to force everyone to go vegan or anything crazy like that. But listen, we got to address factory farming. Maybe we shouldn't be eating a hamburger for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And yeah, people are like, she wants to have the government take away all the meat. And and I'm like, (laughs) 
No. I don't really particularly like her, and I'll be honest and say that, but... That was a super cool statement, though. She wasn't... She didn't say that. Yeah. She just said, like... Because it's sensationalization yeah. of everything anybody does. And that takes me to my next point. I'll have my own podcast called Lisa Thoughts, where I just talk about crazy things for an hour. <laughs> just Forgot kidding. about that. Uh, it's that, happening. That's coming. Lisa wants a mic to her own during the day. Just to talk. I just yeah. got... I got so many thoughts in my head. She's going to end up in jail. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, I think that's the point of this show, and we usually try to bring it back to that, that yeah. we're not saying you have to go vegan, you're not saying you have to change your life or do all these crazy things, but maybe... You're just saying it's the best. Yeah, maybe Take it, it is the best, but maybe your diet does have a lot more impact on the earth and the people around you and your health than you might think. And Makes you think. And a statement like that being vilified mm-hmm. is like is part of the problem. I don't like that she says like all the time, and I just did like four times in that statement. She's a millennial. That's true. I you know, that. I'm the first millennial. Are you? I was born in you 19, are. 19, you are Papa Millennial. 1981. You're the beginning of the millennials. You are the OG of I millennials. I am the godfather of you millennials. Because this, this mustache. You have. I a, did it. Yeah, okay. And I'm going to grow a mullet. Number one millennial. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Like Theo Vaughn? Like Theo Vaughn. I've been inspired. All right. Okay. Well, anyways, um, Peter's crazy as shit, but I think it's on purpose to get their name in the news and it works. It does That's what work. everyone's doing. Like who's heard of Mercy for Animals? Walk around and ask people if they've heard of Mercy for Animals. They'll no. probably say no, but they've done amazing things for animal agriculture, mm-hmm. particularly stopping factory farming. Ask who Peter is. There isn't a person who doesn't know who they yeah, are. Yeah, but they also roll their eyes. And they're like, do you know what Pete is? Ugh, yeah, I do. A lot of vegans do, too. Yeah. But, I mean, but it I works. Get it. it works. It works. So. All right. Well. Um, for better or worse, I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there's probably more better than worse. All so. right. Okay, beaters. <laughs> is, that, um, is that your fan? Yeah, is that, are beaters. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on all social media. <laughs> Hit me up on Instagram. I'm, I have a range. I have a stove now, so I can start making food again. Yeah, you'll see more cooking. Yeah, follow Lisa Beach Ramirez on Instagram, please. Did you take a picture of all the brunch stuff? I did, but it wasn't like, you know, I did it like real fast. People came over. I, I was like, come over at 1030. People came over at 1029. I was like, damn, I'm not ready. I was kind of surprised. I didn't even have my pants on yet. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> my, if like you tell people in my family to come at 1030, they, to be on time is to be late. Like, they're all Boy Scouts. They all are on time. And that means early. It's kind of. Angry. I was impressed. Yeah. Um, anyways, I'll put up more pictures. I got some really dank food up. Um, I got a sweet ass new range, so I'm gonna use that. You better. And um, I think that's range? a range. Range. Oven. That's a that's a rich person's name for an oven. <laughs> I was even thinking about that myself. It's called, like, a range. Uh, it's called a range. Not an oven. It's I called call a it a stove. It's called a range. Stove Just like. Cabinets. What the fuck is a ring? Cabinets used to be called cupboards. You know? Still called cupboards. Cupboards. <laughs> Are you sure you're. Go get that coffee from the cupboards. <laughs> I am the original millennial. Okay. Trust me. Calling them cupboards is probably coming back around. Yeah, cupboards. No, anyway. Open shelving. Yeah, that's no. true. That's yeah, those are just shelves. That's just some, <laughs> some open shelving. You mean shelves? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, where was their clothes shelves? Anyways, all right. We're going to go. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. And that's it. I got to take care of my baby who has awoken. All right. We'll be back in a week. Good night.